Hello, folks, and welcome back to Phobia Phobia. For some reason, you decided to listen again. Uh, we don't know why. Stockholm Syndrome? I think it's a bit early for Stockholm Syndrome. Anyway, yeah. I'm Kaz. And I'm Eddie. And uh, we're coming through your ears. For the love of God. Anyway, uh, today we're going to be discussing eichemophobia. I don't know if that's how it's pronounced, but that's how I pronounce it, so bugger it. Ichemophobia. Sure. That, that just sounds like a fear of like bug bites or something. Anyway, uh, eichemophobia in general is a fear of pointy things. It can also be a fear of... <laughs> it can also be a fear of sharp stuff, but not on the same level of xyrophobia, which is a fear of razor blades, which we will get to in a future episode. Again, I would definitely say a fear of razor blades is not a unhealthy or irrational fear. Well, no, but it's well, it's more you, of a fear you should of, like, have a healthy razor... fear of of sharp things, guys. You should something of an aversion to them is yeah, yeah. Avoiding shit like razor wire. I would say avoiding things like the plague, but I feel like today that would be quite insensitive. Yeah, maybe. Maybe nowadays. So, hey, this is uh, this is Eddie's episode to research. Not that it was very obvious that the last one was mine. <laughs> well, you say it's my episode, but I don't actually have eichmophobia at all. Like, uh, it's, oh, no, it's I mean, it's your, it's your research episode. It's interesting to me because it has uh, two main subcategories, the fear of, like, just needles in general. Mm -hmm. Like, so eichmophobia can be a fear of, like, I think the examples that are given are, like, you know, even, like, the pointy end of an umbrella or a, a, even, like, in extreme cases, like, a finger, like, pointing can be a trigger for people who suffer from it. But uh, the fear of trypanophobia being the fear of medical needles has always fascinated me because i've never had a problem ever like i I've, I've given blood i've had blood tests i have i have tattoos like needles don't ever bother me but i know i have friends who are like nurses and doctors and work in hospitals as physiotherapists and stuff and they can't stand the thought of needles do you know what you've actually just kind of popped up a point i wanted to make um... by accident i assure you oh yeah de you definitely didn't do it on purpose You've I never, never like to give you a reason to talk. No, you give me plenty of reasons to shut up. Um, <laughs> I have to address an issue, and I'm saying it right here. It's a public service announcement coming from my mouth to your ears. Medical professionals or people who are in the habit of poking people with needles. Habits, sure. Please. Stop lying. What? If I hear one more person tell me that I'm going to feel a sharp scratch, what is a sharp scratch? You'll feel You've a sharp... You've never really been around a cat, have you? You'll feel... No, that's a cat scratch. That's a different thing. You feel a sharp scratch. No, I'm not going to feel a sharp scratch. I'm going to feel you jabbing a needle into my arm. Don't lie Easy. to me. You see, to me, it actually does feel just like a sharp scratch. It's just like a... a oh my a, God, a you're the person that they made this up for. I actually have to say to people, don't lie to me. If you're poking me with a needle, it feels like you're poking me with a needle. I, I know it's going to hurt. I, you know, I, I give blood. I get B12 injections every couple of months. I'm well used to needles. 
So you guys ever seen those like bullshit spam ads of like doctors hate her that, that it's Kaz they're talking about apparently. <laughs> I'm never actually grumpy about it. I generally just laugh. Now she's thinking like, right, let's tell this bitch that this isn't going to hurt and then watch her face. Yeah. I don't know. It just, it just it's always, hard. it just really is a real bugbear of mine. It's like sharp scratch. It's not. It's a poke. You're poking hmm. me. Stabbing me with a thing. Ah. I mean, the people like listening out there, like, can we get your thoughts on this on like our Twitter or something? Because like this is this is really weird to me. Like to Caroline, this is not a sharp scratch, but to me, it kind of is. Like I, I I've never been like really hurt by a needle before. No, I've never been really hurt by a needle. Don't get me wrong, but it's not a scratching sensation. It's a poke. Uh, I don't know. So it, it may be big because of me. Like I've got four tattoos, and that feels like you're getting scratched by a cat in slow motion. That, so maybe that is what a tattoo feels like. But that's because yeah. it's different. That's a, the most accurate thing ever. When you told me that when I got my giant tattoo that day. Yeah, hey, you're massive. Her tattoo is about the size, like, oh yeah, like what? They're tiny little pinpricks. It's less than the size of a five pence piece. It took fifteen minutes. It was hilarious actually have a 5p on the floor beside me i have no idea why but i'm going to see where my tattoo comes but i was able to uh pass that information on to my mum when she got her tattoo that it just feels like you're being scratched by a cat in slow motion in slow motion and it's also hot and um, okay cat scratches do burn oh it's way smaller than a 5p like whoa um yeah, but at the time she she'd not long recovered from you know major surgery, so <laughs> I don't think a tattoo was um, high up on her pain list. Anyway, well, as someone in our school got a tattoo done, and he described the process as uncomfortable but not unbearable. And when I got my first one done, I was like, yeah, I see exactly where he's coming from. But again, to someone who like may not like needles, like a tattoo gun to me just looks like a sewing machine dipped in ink. So. Like, just someone who may not like needles, the idea of, like, being just pierced over and over again like that may be horrifying. Of course. Oh, my God, it's, um, yeah. So I have a friend um, here, quite a good friend of mine, actually, uh, who, he, he hits needles. He's he's very scared of them. Like, I even but joke. How much do you pay this it. friend? Uh, I pay him in alcohol. Of course. Uh, but, um... By the way, yeah, I'm just saying, um, my PayPal is open. Yeah, I'm due my monthly stipend. For putting uh, up with your bullshit. I, I, I thought I thought my mum paid you to be my friend. Oh no, man! She stopped that about ten years ago. Ah, oh, fuck! All right, just send me the bill. No, you've got you've got about ten years of monthly payments. What's that? You got about hundred and twenty payments to make. That's a lot uh, of drinks of Oasis. Can they? Can I still sell kidneys on eBay? I'm gonna need it in uh, Subway meatball subs. Vegan. Please, just because I quite like them. Oh, fuck off. No, I just like them. I don't like the mystery meat. I don't like the idea of mystery meat. <laughs> I'd rather eat plant-based things. Also, I worked in a subway. I am... We are not guys, talking about Grindr today. Guys, you're talking to a uh, former sandwich artist. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I know. You're all honoured. You're all honoured. We're going to get so sued. <laughs> Who is well, going to care? What two weird Northern Irish people say on a podcast? Yeah, 
Anyway, sorry. This uh, friend of mine, I once like joked that we spend so much time together that we should get matching tattoos. Like that was just a joke. And uh, this was like we were in a bar, like quite pissed. And he just sort of froze up and went peel and just went no. Like he acted as though I had like actually like suggested it in earnest, and he was just no hell fucking no. And it was like that was like, the, just the sheer thought of getting a tattoo like freaked him like to the point where he basically was sober again for forty seconds. And I mean that's a that's a hell of a. I will point out that this isn't me being a cruel bastard. Like, I didn't know that he had a fear of needles when I suggested it. This is actually how I find out about it. I wasn't just being like, hey, let's poke fun at the thing that this guy's fucking terrified of. Oh, good choice of words there. Let's poke Poke fun. fun. Oh, god damn it. That was not intentional. I don't make puns. Go to hell. Dude. To, to this friend of yours, who I won't name because that I don't want to name people in case they don't want named. Like, I am sorry that he exists. Eddie, I mean. Okay, I, I was apologize. Gonna, I, was say, like... <laughs> I apologize for his existence. I tend to have to apologize for my existence about once a week. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, so, wait. Is you apologizing on my behalf going to add to my bill? Um, yes. So tell us more about eichmophobia. Right. So um, very interesting to like think about. Like as I said, like I was, I was surprised to find like one of the examples given was like a pointed finger. Like that's a pretty like, mm. uh, arg- again, uh, this is a phobia, like something that is arguably harmless to most people could be absolutely terrifying to someone else. There's, there's no judgment here. Like there's no like, wow, you're fucking weird. But it was like the idea of a, a pointed finger being able to set someone off was... Kind of, because it's, I, I don't know about you, but my fingers aren't pointy. I don't have um, stiletto needles, Karen claws, that's what they're called. Um, I don't have those. <laughs> stiletto needles? Uh, no, I I have a uh, very specific set, a very specific shape of nail when I get my nails done. It's called um, Scoville. Oh, what? It's oval, but... Um, a bit squared. That's not an oval, then. That's why it's Scoville. Is that a... I normally like portmanteaus, but that offends me somehow. Well, is it... Do you prefer Scoville or Scrounged? Because Scrounged was another one. Now, scrounged just sounds like a Irish slang for a chav or something. I used to yeah, have almond nails, which are good. pointy. But um, I injured myself too much with them. Uh, I, I suppose, like in this sense, like, um, I, sh- I should point out that I guess this guy doesn't really have eichmophobia. What he has is trypanophobia, the fear of specifically medical needles, which also is not absolutely not uncommon. Like, as I said, like I have friends who work in the medical in medical professions, and they are terrified of like even just being around needles, not even like getting them in them. And I was thinking, like, how do you work in a hospital all day? <laughs> yeah. And it's just one of those things where, like, well, we just have to kind of get over it for the sake of being professional and everything. But it's, like, always an uncomfortable experience for them. And But then there's also, I don't know anyone with this, at least not that I know of. Um, the other subset would be balonophobia. I think it's called balonophobia, um, which is just a fear of needles in general. So, like, I'm not, like, sewing needles, for example. Oh, okay. Sure, because this friend of mine who has trypanophobia, the fear of medical needles, um, he, he, he can sew, and sewing needles don't bother him at all. 
which is why he, it's specifically trypanophobia, which is a fear of medical the syringes. That's really, really, really interesting because I absolutely thought that it would have been the same thing because they, to me, look the same. Yeah, Obviously they don't because, you know, a medical needle has a tiny hole in it, but... It's like to me, this is why uh, eichmophobia, I think, is one of the more interesting ones that I've come across because um, it's you. You would assume, sort of like you with the whole Pennywise thing of like you, you weren't scared by Skarsgård's. I can't pronounce his name. Um, the the remix Pennywise, Skarsgård? even though you do suffer from a fear of clients. It's like you would think, yeah, that, like, because a sewing needle like looks so similar to the pointy end of a syringe that you would think that someone who fears one would fear the other, but it's simply not the case. That's absolutely fascinating oh if i was scared of sewing needles like i probably wouldn't even have any clothes to wear because you sew and you knit don't you i sew and i i badly knit and i crochet which isn't so much a needle as a hook i've i can sew that's about it um yeah Um, i can i can do a lot of those those kind of things i've discovered that i'm I'm getting old and my eyesight is going. I can't thread a needle as easily as I used to. You're in your fucking 20s. Upsetting. Yeah, but I work a desk job and right now I've been working from home since March and the distance is not the same as it would be in my office between me and my screens. See, I grew up staring at a mountain range, so I'm long-sighted as fuck. (laughs) I stared at the same mountain range and I'm still short-sighted. Yeah, but you live close to the mountains and also I, I think you've got some sort of curse on you. Well, always. I was born with a curse. The McCann curse. I don't know what it is, but I'll find out what it is. I'm sure my dad can tell us if he's listening again. Hi, Phil. Hi, Hi Phil. I'm not <laughs> sure we've ever met in person. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Definitely not an embarrassing thing. When your father says he's listened to a podcast where you've talked about Thanos' penis. This is... That was on you. I didn't say shit. I know. I'm just laughing at the uh, like podcast equivalent of being in a school play in primary school and being like, Hi, Mom! In the middle of your life. When I did a radio show when I was in um, my final year of uni, um... On Tequila FM, which doesn't exist anymore. We were Tequila Mockingbird. Just plugging something that hasn't existed for about eight years, you know. Um, we're relevant. I couldn't um, get, get through an episode without someone I knew messaging me. And I would ask, I would ask pointed questions on air with the hope that someone would tell me the answer. And there was one point, there was a song, and we, me and my co-host David got into an argument about a song. And I was like, can someone tell me who did this originally? And about two minutes later, I had a text from my dad <laughs> telling me. It's a shame now, because we're now talking to people from the future. So if I got like a text right now answering, my quest, answering a question that we ask while recording this, I'll be very fucking scared. Hey, maybe the New Zealand people can read our minds from the future. I don't. Fucking Kiwis. Hey! I know, I know. Okay, for the record, Kaz's brother lives in New Zealand and is married to a Kiwi. This is why I'm saying this. I'm not actually racist. He is. He is. No, he's not. He's not. Hello? He's a lot of things, but uh, I definitely wouldn't say. Beyond our own 
definite internal biases and what is the Mutual word? Disdain? No, no, there's an actual thing I'm trying to say here. Um, our unknown privileges. Ah. I think it would be really, really probably untrue and unfair for two essentially middle class white people to go, I'm not racist. I'm, yeah, I'm never, we are never intentionally racist. But we're never intentionally offensive we're at all. We're never intentionally actually horrible. And if we do ever, like I've, I've seen with a lot of podcasts, people use terminology and stuff that I'm, and I'm not talking about, you know, dropping end bombs. I am talking about like just phrases and stuff. I've seen a lot of people say things and then apologize because they didn't realize they were offending someone by that phrase. So if there is anything that actually offends you, please tell us if there's something we say and we don't know that you know there's maybe the maybe the word has a horrible origin or the phrase or something we never actually mean to offend we are absolutely taking the piss oh god yeah like the, the, the except only for him because i intend to offend him constantly you bastard that's what i was gonna say you bitch like, yeah because the so have you ever like known anyone or had any experiences like yourself with like being not not necessarily scared but like being made like nervous or anxious at the thought or sight of anything sharp or pointed like needle or not <laughs> does that uh, don't make a dick joke don't make it <laughs> we're not talking about thanos's dick again from the love of god no i said thanos had large hardware i'm talking about those that are less well endowed son of a bitch you know the freeze is needle dick just saying um I wouldn't know. <laughs> hi, Dad. <laughs> oh, yeah, hi, Caroline's dad. Hooray! <laughs> You're not editing that part out, please. <laughs> no, it's too funny. <laughs> God loves a poor man. <laughs> if I... Hello. <laughs> hey. What if Connie listens? I love Connie. Connie is my cousin. cousin, and they are awesome. Yeah. So, so Connie, if you're listening, hey there, how you doing? Everyone else, go away, Connie. Anyway, back to the question. Like, have have you ever like even out of nowhere? Because I find that this can happen. Like, um, sometimes, like I, I again do not suffer from eichmophobia. I do not fear pointy or like generally sharp things. But like sometimes I'll like you know be cooking and I'll like grab a kitchen knife to like cut up some carrots or something, and I'll immediately be like, whoa, I need to be really careful. Like out of nowhere. I'll sort of think like, oh, oh no, like I need to be cautious because. This I mean, I don't really think hurt. that's a phobia. I think that's common sense. Yeah, but it won't happen every time. Is the thing? It's only sometimes. Again, sometimes I think I'll... it's just one of those moments where your brain actually, like, reengages in the moment. Well, it's it's like what you say, like what a, a phobia is classified as. Now, it's an overreaction to a level of danger that simply isn't, like, arguably, isn't there. Yeah, true. Um, I don't actually know. If I, I personally haven't really ever suffered from it. And I mean, I should. I really, like, if we go by the logic of things, I probably should be a lot more wary around sharp objects. I mean, we all should. Like, as we said, like, at, at some point, that is just common sense. But, but you get the idea of, like, I'm wondering if people who have, like, a fear of sharp objects, does that extend to to anything that could potentially uh, break their skin. For example, like paper. Like paper cuts can make you bleed. Like and Paper cuts freak so, like, me well, out more than knives. 
the idea I'll... of getting of like putting my hand in a big thing of shredded paper actually would make me more uncomfortable than the well, thought see, of a needle. This see that would be an example of papyrophobia. Oh. The actual fear of paper. Fear of general. ancient Egyptian uh, words, I see. I swear to God, for the longest time, I thought papyrus was a fruit. That's papaya. I know. I <laughs> just like for like as a kid and a teenager, I kept seeing the word. Every time I saw the word papyrus, I thought it was a fruit. How did I not know that? For those who uh, haven't figured this out already, I am a fucking idiot. You're absolutely not an idiot. I know I have a big vocabulary, but that's about it. But you are like a fool. To... I am a fool. You have a big a vocabulary, and nothing else. I read a lot. As I hear you light a cigarette. Yeah, I should have put my microphone away for that ballot. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, anyway, don't yeah, smoke, be... kids. It's bad for you. If any kids are listening, uh, again, I do say fuck a lot. You probably shouldn't be listening. Um, no, I don't actually think I know anybody. And I'm sure somebody will pop up and say, yes, I do, you stupid bitch. I'm scared of needles. But I've never really known it to be in a big way. But I think that's because when I've been around certainly medical needles or things like that, it's been um, in a situation where everyone is around, you know, either I've been by myself, obviously in a doctor's office or something, mm -hmm. or I'm in a situation like working in the costume department in uni. You know, everybody knew what they were getting themselves in for there. And I don't think anybody who had eichmophobia would have volunteered for that job, you know? Uh, very true. So... I, but I, so I definitely think that's a my lived experience thing. I don't really know that many people who, again, I don't have a fear of needles. I have a fear of being lied to about how pointy they are. This is uh, raising another uh, thing that I actually wasn't going to talk about in this episode, but I feel like I should. Um, so um, we, we will be covering Stop this. Stop talking actually. about your dick. Shut the fuck up. We were. Um, <laughs> Uh, we were like, uh, well, we're going to cover this in the Xyrophobia. We're not. We're, I'm not. I'm not. We're not. Well, we're, no, we're going to cover it. Not, not my dick. God damn it. Like, uh, we'll be covering this topic in the Xyrophobia episode because it's very closely linked to me because I actually have this. But um, Xyrophobia. Yes. You, you were saying that. Um, uh, so like, no one who fears needles would sign up for that job, but we're ignoring counterphobia. Yeah, that's a very, very good point. Technically not a phobia. It's actually a condition that can come with a phobia where someone is uh, under can be under uh, almost like uncontrollable impulse to seek out something that makes them horrendously uncomfortable or scared. Like um, someone who, uh, as with last episode, fears clowns might go to the circus and not know why and actually interact with clowns based on a uncontrollable like need to just be around this thing, um, which is uh, actually a an argument against the uh, a treatment for phobias called flooding, which is where someone is exposed to something that they're terrified of in a, a safe space uh, in order to like get them used to it, I guess, sensitize them to it, uh, desensitize them to it. Yeah, I'm fairly certain there's someone, uh, some friend of a friend from long, long ago um, who had a fear possibly of snakes or spiders or something like that 
um, and as a child and their parents thinking it would help took them to I'm gonna go with snakes I think um, thinking it would help took them to your reptile house maybe aphidiophobia yeah and it um, it made things ten times worse it's now it was a bit of a childhood fear and now it's an absolute like you can't even nope it's like I, I would never dream of dumping an agoraphobic in the middle of a field for example no, that would be um, unbelievably cruel. But, you know, again, that was someone thinking they were doing the right thing. They they didn't do that with malice. Well, it's it, it, it's like people like confuse flooding with like aversion therapy and not, not in the like pray the gay away bollocks, but in the whole like, yeah, like, oh, you like smoking? Here, have a whole carton of cigarettes, which actually does work. But that's not how phobias work. That's not like that's a physical response, not a mental one. You know what I mean? Like um, you wouldn't. Like, you know, you, you catch a kid smoking, you tell them to smoke a whole carton of cigarettes and it makes them unbelievably ill and they'll never, like, well, hopefully we'll never want to smoke again. I speak as a hypocrite. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's a physical no, do you response. Know, do you know what made me uh, never want to smoke? Uh, the thousands of PSAs we were exposed to as kids? No, lighting a cigarette backwards while very drunk. That wasn't even that long ago. Oh, etymology. Yep, mm -hmm. forgot about that part. Hey, hey, forgetting about things and everything. Episode two, get it together. Yeah, we're real pros at this. Uh, Aiko is Greek, meaning spear or spear point. Which, you know, makes much more sense than stilts. <laughs> well, you're talking about eichnophobia. If, if that's going to be like taken literally, then it's not just a fear of pointy things. It's a fear of, yeah, spears. Which, but again, like, is, a, do, is, is a very sensible fear. But I do like how that's worded. Um, what you said, it was spear or spear point. So it, it, it's not necessarily linked to... This is why it's like, it is a fear of pointy things, but also like sharp objects that can be considered pointy, like a kitchen knife. Like any sharp object that ends in a point, whereas a spear, like it's, it's the fear of spears. So it's, a, like, it, it's actually like the etymology of it even like dissects this with... Um, like maybe like it's the whole concept, like the whole thing, or mm -hmm. just the point. So it's like uh, people who are who do have trypanophobia, who do fear medical needles. Is it is it the idea of is it just the idea of the needle, or is it the idea of like the entire thing, like the idea of like fluid coming in or out, or the process of um, having blood taken or having something put in your blood, as well as the fear of the needle. I mean, I say that. Um... I absolutely hate getting injections. I cannot remember the last time I had one, so... Oh, if I look in my diary, I could tell you the last time I got my B12 shot. Um, pernicious anemia is a uh, great condition, guys. Um, it sounds very Victorian. This is just your curse again. I, it, it's a fancy word for a B12 deficiency. <laughs> um, I think by fancy word you mean medical term. Well, my sister thinks I'm a Victorian because in the winter I get chillblains. Yeah, my mum gets those. So I get chillblains and pernicious anemia. And then what is the other thing she says? Um, oh, yes, I suffer from bouts of melancholia. Do you have consumption as well? Maybe a little bit of smallpox? No, just, just, uh, cold. I mean, hysteria. Just hysteria, definitely. Obviously. That that pesky womb flying around my body. 
<laughs> I forgot that's what they thought it was. Jesus. Yes, it's the womb <laughs> flying around the body, uh, causing havoc, havoc, and making making these otherwise perfectly well-behaved women do things like think and read. Yeah, why the fuck are men allowed to have opinions? Jesus. And want rights. How dare. I hate getting into. <laughs> I totally forgot that that's actually what they thought hysteria was. <laughs> the womb, very that very medical term womb, could uh, float around the body and cause havoc. Injections, but I don't think that's to do with the fear of um, the fear of the needle. It's it is the fear, as you actually said, it's the fear of something being pushed into your bloodstream. Well, I mean, like, the, the sight of a plunger, like, putting something in you is, like, it's, it's, it it's unnerving. It doesn't bother me. It's, it's not even the sight, it's the feeling. It is, it is 100% the feeling. I was thinking about, like, how, uh, like, common, not necessarily trypanophobia is, but, like, how common a sort of, like, almost, like, cringy or, like, squirmy feeling people get with the idea of being stabbed with a needle. Like, um, if we're going to bring up, like, Saw 2. Mm -hmm. If if you ask someone like who's seen that film, like what what's like the worst or like most violent or like hardest scene in that to watch, you would think like no, it's not the like guy getting spikes through his face or the guy who gets shot in the eye. No, it, it's it's the needle in a haystack when a woman is lifted up and thrown into a pit full of syringes, and she has to dig around in it to find a key. And it's like that is like I have again, I do not fear needles at all, but that scene still like, and I've seen that movie hundreds of times. And I like that scene still, still makes me squirm a little bit. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, and, and and again, I'm also not someone who's scared of needles, but that is a horrific concept. Yeah, uh, shoutouts to Lee Winnell, one of the best horror writers of our generation. Like, it's yeah it's it's horrific it's the nah. see it's, that's it it's like that that is well, it's not a particularly violent film but there are plenty more gruesome moments but it's always always the needle in a haystack that people are like that that's it that's the scene that will like fuck you up if any yeah and like that i find really interesting it's not the violence it's not like any form of like gore or anything it is just straight up a pit full of needles that a woman gets literally thrown into and has to dig around in and it is it, it is quite harrowing and I, again like i'm speaking like everyone who i've spoken to about this and everyone like who has this opinion including myself like none of them really seem to have like a particular aversion to needles or sharp or pointy things but that scene sets them off so i think it's just like a natural idea of like you know it's like being uh sort of like i just like a you don't have pyrophobia but the idea of like sticking your hand into a bunch of shredded paper mm -hmm. it, it, I mean, I have to admit that that's, that's kind of an uncomfortable thought for me. It's not something I've ever thought about before, but that made me uncomfortable. The image of, like, a recycling bin full of shredded paper sticking my hand in it. I don't know why, but I feel like that would hurt, even though it probably wouldn't. I think it's just the idea of getting loads of paper cuts. I hate paper cuts. They make me grumpy. They make you grumpy? Yeah, like, if I have to do um, admin things, and, like, my job used to be 90% admin, mm. um, I would just be quite freaked out at the idea that I was like, they make me so grumpy. I used to have um, chapstick in my handbag because, by the way, guys, if you ever got a paper cut, put a wee bit of chapstick on it. It'll stop the hurt immediately. The more you know. Yeah. No, they just they just really, really piss me off. 
I think I get that because it, it's like it's an elongated like sting that just won't go away. Yeah, it's because it's something to do with the surface area or the way that it's cut, which is why um, chapstick helps. Actually, why does chapstick help? Like, what, what is it? It is seals it, it basically. Oh, okay. I, I think never it's. Really thought of that. I think the reason it stings is something to do with it being exposed to air, and then the chapstick oh. creates a barrier. But don't do it with um, coloured chapstick like I have had to do many times because you just look like you've cut yourself. People <laughs> ask questions. Whispers start to go around the office about that weird girl. They certainly do. And You're calling the is... HR. And uh, self-harm and xyrophobia is a topic that we will be covering at some point, don't worry. Oh, I didn't mean it in any way to be a self-harm thing. I meant it in more of a... Wow, that girl is so incompetent, she can't actually stuff an envelope without injuring herself. Oh, I see, when you say cut yourself, I heard cut yourself. Well, I can see why you would have heard that, because they are exactly the same two words. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what, what, the, what the fuck are we talking about before we started about eating grass? Well, you had been talking about pop culture references to Icophobia and um, Saw 2. Ah, yes, with uh, Amanda... Fishing out a needle in a haystack, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I'm just trying to think. Um, it's it's just a really common. I think it's like the ring too, or something, where a woman is killed by having air injected into her, and it's one of those. I don't know. I, I I'm finding it hard to think of like many, like real examples of where needles are used in a sort of like, not even in just a horror film, but like in any like culture, pop culture where um you're supposed to feel unnerved by them because normally it's like you think of a scene of like exactly like what you were saying of like a doctor like being really nice and saying like oh um this this will just hurt a little bit or like you'll feel like a little prick or like it's gonna be like a, a soft scratch or whatever uh, it, the idea but it's like it is something that does make a lot of people uncomfortable but it's never really like it's not like arachnophobia which like if you see a spider in something then like shit's gonna go down but talking to my neighbor uh, recently actually and she says that she does like genuinely suffer from arachnophobia like not just like how everyone is a bit freaked out by spiders but like an actual like I, I, if i ever saw like a spider in the hallway i wouldn't even mention it to her because the idea of being near one would probably scare the life out of her and, yep <laughs> i don't know are we gonna cover arachnophobia at any point i feel i feel like it's too much of an obvious one that too many people know too much about anyway i don't know i mean maybe maybe Time, oh, is, time is long, I, and we might decide to. Can I mention the fun Pokemon fact? Yes. Yeah, for those who play Pokemon and may not know this, uh, the original weaknesses for psychic types were based on the three most common human phobias. I did not know this. Uh, the three weaknesses of psychic types are bug types, dark types, and ghost types, which references arachnophobia, mortophobia, and nyctophobia. Not in a, it's arachnophobia, nyctophobia, mortophobia, respectively. Yep, the fear of um, spiders or insects. Well, that's insectophobia. The, the fear dark. of the f nyctophobia, the fear of the dark, and mortophobia, fear of death. Well, well, I'm sure if any any of our listeners are particularly avid Pokemon fans and also avid psychology fans, uh, they might get a little kick out of that. I just thought it was really fascinating. But, no, I literally, uh, I'm literally specifically talking to one person here. <laughs> oh, fucking of course. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, nyctophobia is something I will want to cover in a future episode because I find that interesting. 
Well, yeah, well, there's also the old adage, you're not afraid of the dark, you're afraid of what's in the dark. Yeah, which is a fear of the unknown, which is actually xenophobia. <laughs> well, xenophobia and homophobia both come under, like, uh, like, they're used in a very different context these days. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. For, the, for those who don't know what I'm talking about, homophobia literally is just a, a, a fear of two things being the same. That's what it literally means. Then I'm I not homo have heterophobia. <laughs> Fucking straight. Because I absolutely, like, I am a, a real pattern person, and if something doesn't fit in with a pattern, I'm like, nah! I'm not homophobic, I just hate myself. I thought that was funny, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> no, and that's why. <laughs> oh, god damn it. I was looking up on uh, a website about eichmophobia and it mentioned Magyarokophobia? 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 I can't remember what it is. It's a fear of cooking. Um, My boyfriend it, has that. It can, well, there's, there's being afraid of it and just being bad at it, guys, are two very different things. <laughs> I never the, said that. That's not true. Um, so... Uh, for that, it's like that's a fear of cooking, which can be related. Like, because as I was saying earlier, like, um, sometimes I will get out a knife to like chop up some vegetables or something, and I will suddenly, like, out of nowhere, even if I've done this a million times and have been fine, be like, oh my god, this thing's fucking sharp. I need to be very careful. But for people who actually suffer from mycophobia who need to do this kind of food preparation, ironically, can actually make them even more likely to hurt themselves. Oh, like there's there's such a is thing. Is it because as, you're freaking out too much and you, you know, pretty? Pretty much, yeah. It's like, of course, like there's like you can never be too careful, especially around knives and kitchenware and stuff. But yeah, it's it's because like as much as they're like trying to focus on not hurting themselves, they are like people with this phobia are panicking, like are like, and that's making them more likely to make mistakes and hurt themselves, which of course will make the condition worse. That's mad. It's not something I had ever actually thought about, to be honest. Like there are records of people um, that, I that I read about uh, who take forever to cook things because they only use dull instruments to like chop and debone and things like that. They they refuse to use anything sharp. They only go for dull things to because that's the only way they can cook without like suffering an episode. That I feel like I am the opposite of that. I. I need my knives to be as sharp as possible. See, um, the actual quote that I've got written down here from verywellmind.com, just going to point that out, is that uh, eichmophobia can make tasks more dangerous since people who are afraid of tools, for example, tend to wield them in improperly. Oh. So because I'm afraid of you, I will injure you myself more. You, you you will wield me improperly? Yeah, well, you're a two. Yeah. yeah. You walked right into that one, boy. I really did. Like, But I have a two. Yeah, you know, I'm just I'm just being real, guys. I'm just being real. Out here, keeping <laughs> it real. Um, you've reminded me that I really, really want a pair of those kind of anti-knife gloves. You, you what? Have you never seen these? Um... They are like these fancy gloves that people use for cooking and stuff so they don't cut themselves. So they're just like industrial strength rubber or something? No, they're like made out of... They, they look a wee bit like chainmail. 
but they're not, obviously. Um, I'm going to go with. I would absolutely love a pair of those, but it's mainly because I am not vain. I am not a very vain person, if you Anymore. know me. Shut up. Uh, yeah, once once I gave up my idea of uh, becoming an actress, my vanity kind of went out the window when I gained four stone. Um, that's a lie. I gained a lot more than four stone. <laughs> Little insight into our lives there. I'm way more vain than I have any right to be, to be honest. Hey, look, a wee bit of vanity never did anyone any harm. I, I kind of feel like... Tell that to Narcissus. A wee bit of vanity. Um, there hasn't been this much love in a room since Narcissus discovered himself. Oh, we're going to get sued now for sure. We're going to hit it with a cease and desist immediately. You just quoted a fucking Disney movie cast. God no! damn. That is like one of the best Disney films ever, though. Hercules. No, no, no. Meg is one of the best characters. No, the wee, the wee creepy man when they get to Thebes and he goes, Hey, want to buy a sundial? <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I love that movie so much. It's one of my go-tos when I feel rotten. That and um, Mulan. Now Milan is fantastic. They're pretty, wait, great. Wait. pretty great movies. Hope um, you don't fear pointy shit though. Lots of swords. No, um, what I was going to say is I'm not overly vain, but I do get my nails done. Um, okay. Once, once every three, four weeks. I, I get my nails done and I really like them, but I love cooking. Like, you know this. I, I absolutely love cooking. And... Mm-hmm. I'm grating things. Oh, not, you know, I, I grate a lot of different things for recipes. And I am forever catching my nails in the graters. And it, See, that made me shiver. Yeah, it really, I don't know what that comes under. A fear of graters. Um, I, I, oh, I really need those gloves to protect yeah. my nails and my sanity. I once worked in a cafe uh, that was run by two French women and like they did all the cooking and um, one of them was like a little bit clumsy and whenever she fucked up with a potato peeler, she would actually say, oh, I just peeled myself. And that always made me... Do you remember when I uh, sliced off the top of my finger with a mandolin slicer? I do, yes. That was really fun. How have we gotten this far and we haven't pointed out that I used to be fucking terrified of pizza slicers? Because I'm not that mean. I didn't bring it up. Yeah, it's up to me to point out my own flaws. Hey, some friend you are. <laughs> so what's your payment yes. for? I used to be, uh, when we were like, what, how old? Like 16, 17? 16? I used to be. Yes, I used to be terrified pizza slicers, hated them. So I would rather, t- like back then, I would rather have taken a pair of scissors. And or, you did. Like, a- sharp as fuck i did yeah or a sharp as fuck kitchen knife to cut a pizza because pizza slicers freaked me the hell out i have no idea why i've never had a bad experience with one i've never been cut by one i just the i think they just reminded me of like a circular saw or something which like they do they do freak me out but only in the way of like i would never want to use one i could just definitely see myself losing some fingers oh i would absolutely lose a couple of fingers with a circular saw that's because there's nowhere to like to like touch or grab one with like like just being exposed to, but I don't. I hate circular saws. But, I say this, uh, but I, I reckon our friend Sav could absolutely, like, do something with a circular saw and not cut herself. She is the she's queen. Quite deaf, yeah, she's very, very good with using like heavy machinery and stuff. She's also a photographer, so like, she's very, very good with like this. Her like, she's got very steady hands. Yeah, and I suppose, I suppose, also excellent spatial awareness. Hmm. Because she's a photographer, because she would, you know, she's good at that. I have terrible spatial awareness. 
Where it's like, I, I don't. As like, I, I don't. by my car. No, I'm joking. It's like, I, I don't mind, like, using power tools or whatever. Like, I'm, I'm not averse to, like, DIY, but, like, circular saws, hell no. And I think uh, pizza slicers just reminded me of them. Like, for some reason, I just had it in my head that they were razor sharp, even though they're not. Like, Which... I just thought they, I thought of them as being razor sharp, and I always thought they were the kind of thing that I could, like, easily slice my thumb off with or something. So I just avoided the hell out of them. Like, and eh, and no then used a very sharp knife instead, where you were probably more likely to actually slice your thumb off. Now that is irrational. Why is that irrational? So, no, it's it's irrational that like I would avoid a pizza slicer for being oh, for I looking. Oh, you meant I was irrational, and I was like, no. I'm irrational. I'm hysterical. <laughs> no, I'm calling out my own bullshit here for once. Whoa, <laughs> uh, whoa! Stop the presses, guys! It is seven forty-eight p.m. on the second of the ninth, twenty twenty. Would you up the fuck shut? <laughs> <laughs> bite me no no i don't know we, we have someone for that time. that it, sounded kinky it wasn't meant to. It, it, it very much did I yes meant, i meant jill hi jill hi jill we love you we love you jill <laughs> a pizza cutter thing like i don't even remember when you stopped being scared of pizza cutters i just remember one day i think you were in my house like I, I, I think I remember you, like, I just grabbed one, didn't I? Yeah, and I was like, um, do you know what? I think it was as recently as when you were staying in my house and my other half cremated the pizzas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, oh. we said he was bad at cooking. Leave him alone. No. Um, yeah, I think it was like that recently. And I think you picked up, I have a really cool pizza cutter, which looks like um, an axe. Ah, uh, yeah, that one. Yeah, that um, my boyfriend's little sister got us as a housewarming present. And hi, Emma, who's not listening. Um, yeah, you lifted it up and you're like, oh, this is cool. And I was like, you're, you're holding a pizza cutter. Yeah, at that point, like, I, I had owned pizza cutters, like, for years. I don't know when it actually had. At some point in uni, I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to say got over it because that, that sounds like, that sounds like disrespectful to people who actually do suffer from quite severe phobias. But I think at one point I just wasn't scared anymore. I think like that part of my brain that thought of them as being super sharp just switched off. And speaking of uni and sharp things, do you remember when I went to visit you in halls and I got stabbed in the butt? Oh yeah. That just we we, we used to we used to throw knives. In um. No, that wasn't <laughs> why uni. I got stabbed in the butt. Who stabbed you in the butt? We were um, the kitchen counter. We uh, yeah. we you were a um, having a war on people's shoulders. No, it was a knife. Was it. it was it was a big knife. Um, obviously, as one does in uni halls. I don't remember who I was battling. Was it you? I think uh, I was on someone's shoulders. Someone else was on someone else's shoulders. There was a battle happening in the kitchen, and they went to set me down and accidentally set me on a big knife. I ripped we, my favourite leggings. I was so upset. We were perpetually drunk, to be fair. Well, that visit, definitely. No, no, just that entire year, to be honest. Yeah, but I only went up to visit you when you were in Halls once. Yep. And you greeted me with a bottle of Jacob's Creek that I thought was just this magical bottle that never emptied. Turns out you'd just been giving me bottles. You'd just been re replenishing my drink all weekend. We are... Terrible influences on each other, aren't we? Um, yes. 
<laughs> yeah, that's fun. fair. <laughs> but we have fun. We do. We have fun. Oof. He said convincingly. <laughs> this is fun. I enjoy it. Woo. I had fun once. It Fucking awful. Fun. Anyway, do we have anything more enigmophobia to talk about? Because I do believe I am out of topics. Da, 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 da. No. Well, hey, I think at that point, instead of us waffling even more in your ears, guys, we will love you and leave you. No, I will tolerate you and leave you. Okay. And remember, stop lying to people. You're not scratching them. You're stabbing them. You really have a stick up your ass about this, don't you? At least I would know that the stick was sharp and stabbed. <laughs> oh, lies, lies, and other lies. Right. Anyway, thank Until you for next time, to folks. Phobia. If you have um, any questions or comments or anything interesting like that, hit us a little email on phobiaphobiapodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at podcastphobia. And on Facebook under Phobia Phobia. So, yeah. Bye. All of the things. Bye. All of the things. <laughs>